0: Welcome to the Four Wards Podcast. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Eric Bra, voice of Draven, Jerks, and Velkoz. And you're listening to the Four Wards Podcast, here to help you move forward and lead. Hello, and welcome to episode 349 of the Four Wards podcast. I'm your host, as usual, I'm Jack Soman, and I've got with me three other wards to help you move forward in League of Legends. Crush, is here.
1: Hello, I am here. Um, I have nothing particularly witty to say, except that I just watched Hamilton again. It's still good.
0: Fascinating. <laughs> We've also got Witch at Black Mass. Bonjourno. And making his second episode of the podcast, meaning he is now officially a ward and not just an audio guy, (laughs) Mr. Peabody. Hello. All right, guys, we are the Four Wards Podcast. We're part of the Trinity Force Network. If you head on over to trinityforcenetwork.com. You'll find links to all of our past episodes and all the other shows on the network, such as the Trinity Force podcast or the League Rundown. You'll also find the link to our Discord. Come join the Discord. Come hang out with us. Come play games with us. It's a good time. Now, if you want to support the network, head on over to patreon.com slash Network. $5 will get you first dibs on any planned tournaments. You'll get an email ahead of everyone else with information on how to sign up. We are on Twitter, at Forwards Podcast. And some of us stream on Twitch. I can be found at twitch.tv slash Soman, crushes at twitch.tv slash crush you, which streams at twitch.tv slash one underscore which underscore one. And Peabody, did you ever decide on a handle? I did not.
1: Is one underscore Peabody well, underscore one
0: taken?
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pitching it to him
0: well he'll either have edited an actual handle here in post or he has, still hasn't decided on one and we'll, you'll have to wait for next week for me to put it in the show notes but whenever he does decide on a twitch handle it'll be in the show notes give him a follow and last and certainly not least listeners you guys actually sent us some questions this week which is awesome and i appreciate it we always need more questions 4wards at Force Podcast.com is the email address. It's all spelled out. There's no numbers in that. 4wards at com. Also, the link is in the episode description. Keep sending us questions so we can answer them on the show. With that, I do have one piece of like news I want to just throw out there, which is that Riot finally announced the actual dates and venues for Worlds. Tickets aren't on sale yet, but... Once they go on sale, several hosts on this show plus the other shows on the Trinity Force Network are going to be trying to go to at least some of the uh, venues. So if you're going to be going to see Worlds live, message the hosts of the shows and see if anyone's going to be going to the show you're going to and see if you can meet up. It's a great time. Everyone I've talked to who has gotten to loves meeting fans. Mm -hmm. Should be fun. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it cuz I've never gotten to do a live league event before. Same.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: me me either, you know. I'm just a sad boy here in Canada now cuz they changed the Yeah, they the took yours trauma. away. I'm <laughs> so did. sorry. Yeah. I would've That's gone to that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm I'm still salty that I didn't get to go to the one in Vancouver, which is the only league event since season 2 that has been in my neck of the woods. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It's still like a five hour drive, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Let's get to our actual topics for tonight. We kind of teased that we'd talk about it this week, last week, Nyla, the new champion. We've had some time, some of us have gotten to play games on her. I think all of us have gotten to play with her in our games. So thoughts, opinions, impressions, is she wicked OP or complete trash? We're gonna so, find out.
1: Nyla continues the ADC tradition of the support in your lane matters way more than you do. If Nyla gets a support yep. that is an Enchanter that has a heal or a shield, she is way better than any other kind of support. Like it's it's, it's night and day. It, it's. Think of like Zaya getting getting recon buffs, except like actually getting recon buffs, um, and it, it it's like that, and it's crazy to me because Nyla feels to me like a very poor early game version of Samira, where if she's allowed to, she will dash into a fight and murder everyone. Yep. But only in the late game, she cannot do it early. Like early game. Uh, I've found that she's relatively weak, which is why she want <laughs> Getting that experience passive is extremely useful and actually saves her early game. Um, and having that synergy with healing is also saves her early game, gives her sustain through the lane. Um, like, and, and again, it feels a lot like Samira, where it's like either you pop off and 12-0, or you don't do anything, go 0-5. Um... She's a, she's a bit easier to play than Samira, though. Like, Samira, you have to know combos correctly, um, and positioning is extremely important. Nyla, less important, because you have the two dashes that you have stored, and you also pull everyone to you so that you can smack them all with your whip.
0: Got and... Her wombo potential is off the charts. It is
1: huge. I, I... haven't gotten to play uh, with a Diana and a Yasuo yet, but I wanna, because that sounds dumb.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's true. Now see, the, the, you just go for the ultimate vacuum wombo. You get Yasuo Top, Diana Jungle, Oriana Mid, yep. Nyla Bot. Yup. Dirty. I don't know who you'd play support with that.
1: Dirty. Yeah. I don't think it matters, honestly. <laughs> Mal- Malphite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that
1: would work, unfortunately. Jeez. Um, play Jarvan support so it puts them all in a cage. AP Jarvin, baby, let's go.
0: Alright. I will say, I think a certain class of tank supports are fine with her. They're not as good as the enchanters, but tank supports with relatively spammable heals or shields, such as Nautilus or Alistair, aren't complete trash. Taric. Yeah. Tarek is the big, like, he does it all. He he is a Wisbin, half enchanter, half tank. Like, that's Tarek's identity. So he fits really well with her. But also, like, it's one of those... the The reason that Enchanters are so good on Nyla is that when they heal Nyla, they get some health back. When they shield Nyla, they get some shield. When they heal or shield themselves, Nyla gets some health or shield. Like, that sharing just... It's like a multiplier on their effectiveness. It's a force yeah. multiplier. Yeah. Exactly. So tanks that can actually participate in that are not left out to dry. Whereas tanks like Braum, for example, offer nothing to Nyla.
2: Yeah. I, I really liked crush the analogy with zaya or Khan. Like because just those two pairings or whatever is really nice. Nyla being paired with uh, any support that is an enchanter, like there's there is tons of enchanters into the game. Or people that have heals or shields that it opens up a lot even though it's kind of limiting in in the that i guess like specific niche or whatever but you can still play around different things with with that uh in keeping that in mind and then yeah the the i personally think that the experience thing is like really really good uh there's a lot of even, like, uh, Enchanter supports that. Once they hit six with, with with her or whatever, their power spike, like, just jumps up, like, a significant amount. Seraphine comes to mind, stuff like that. Like, just is really good.
0: Yep. There's also the... Uh, because of the way her passive works, she gets spike healed a lot when AoE heals go out. Like, I have seen... Uh, seraphine specifically when a team groups up basically heal a nyla to full yeah it, it 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 gets a little silly the way it multiplies the aoe heals soraka ult is another one where if it's in a team fight and everyone's fairly close to nyla it can heal nyla a shitload
1: right it's why soraka is one of the best pairings with with nyla.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, when she goes
1: in, too, I think
2: like... I... You can just drop down, like, the, the silence as well. So, like, Nyla actually gets to just run around and do whatever the hell she mm-hmm. wants whenever she actually does dash in. It is pretty good, that combo.
3: Is there a cooldown yeah, I... on it? On like, what? The, the healer shield? Yes, player? so you can build, like, four redemptions on your team.
0: In a big oh, old uh, team you fight. could, <laughs> but bear in mind, redemption does reduce effectiveness after the first one. Okay. True. Should... <laughs> but I, I I have seen in the late game when Soraka has enough heal and shield power she doesn't need a warmox mm-hmm. like it's actually detrimental because it increases the health cost of her heal with Nyla Soraka just runs around with just max heal shield power items and nothing else and just pumps Nyla full of health and it sustains her health enough like She loses a little bit per cast But barely anything compared to normal When it's a tenth of her health Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous Like Soraka in the late game with Nyla Is just straight up broken Like Heelcut isn't good enough Grievous doesn't do enough You can't. You have to 100 to 0 Or you don't kill her To to be
2: honest Also I haven't seen her too much in my ranked games I've only seen her pretty much normals For mine or flex, I guess, but uh, it o- it's always seems to be um, in a weird spot. Obviously, people are learning the champ, so they don't actually know how to play it a good portion of the time. But I feel the most of the time that I've seen it successful, people have been going um, uh, shield bow into PD, but it just really depends on how far ahead
0: you are. Yeah, so that's actually that's a good transition is... What's the actual build on her? Is it Shieldbow PD Crush? I, I haven't looked at her items when I've seen people play her.
1: I know the first one, it's definitely Shieldbow. Like, no question. Just like Samira is tied to Shieldbow, because, because Nyla wants to go into the middle of a fight, it's Shieldbow to make sure she survives that fight. Um, and the lifesteal, of course, is just ridiculous on her as well. Um, the second item, I can't figure out exactly what I want, I think... Did I do PD? I think I've done PD every time. Yeah. It looks like look
0: PD sure. is about half of all of her games. It's the second item according to Op.gg. Yep. I feel
1: like I got a different item.
0: One. It's actually about like sixty percent of the games. Looks like it's multiple.
1: Yeah.
2: Just as a little side tangent, I guess, like to the attack speed items for eighty carry seem pretty grief right, like in a weird spot right now. I feel like PD, like essentially, is. <laughs> what you what you really are wanting to dive into a good portion of the time. That's, when you're I, building... That's because, Sorry, go ahead. I,
0: I, I was going to say, that's because PD yeah. has the most stats. Like, yeah. it gives you AD, which the other zeal items don't, except for Mortal Reminder, but it also has attack speed better than the other zeal items because of the PD proc portion. Like, it's just a shitload of stats. It's
2: r- really sad that... B- s- Berserker Greaves give the same attack speed, if not more attack speed, than some of the full Zeal items. It's like, oh, okay. My 1100 gold item gave me more attack. I mean, obviously you're getting it for the crit, but that's also like a factor. It doesn't feel great. The
1: the thing about the Greaves is that it's the reason why they're allowed to have such a high attack speed is because it's opportunity cost. If you could take attack speed off of the boots, you don't get any of the other things you can get from boots. Yeah. Um, But uh, I remember why it's always PD second. It's because she has armor pen built into her kit. Like, you, you, you don't that need anything sense. except attack speed. <laughs> like, so PD is perfect as a second item. Um, mm. Third okay. Infinity Edge, and then fourth whatever you want. Um, it looks like I. It looks like the one game I, I played that I actually got that late. It it was a. Uh, <laughs> it looks like it was a Death Stance. Actually, was the next one after that.
0: Yeah. I mean, she she actually counts as melee, correct? I think so. Because I know like, Rakan has a short attack range, but he counts as ranged.
3: Yeah, ranged as well, melee. I up. think ranged type melee. Uh,
0: yeah, because if That's she it's... counts as melee, oh. that means she's getting the the good version of Death Dance. Oh, Stand, I changed so, my so mind, so that makes perfect sense.
1: Uh, okay, so that game was weird because I changed my mind and instead of building Death Dance, I sold it and built Essence Weaver and Lord Dom's instead. I remember that the enemy team was really tanky for some reason, right? There was a Mundo and a Garen and a Braum. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, That's it weird. was it was yeah it was a it was weird. Um, I think I think Nyla counts as uh, um, as melee though. I'm I'm double checking.
0: Yeah, it says range type melee on the wiki. So. Death Dance I think is a really good post IE item on her just because it's really good on melee champions in general. Yeah, I can't believe that item hasn't been nerfed into the ground yet. It's so broken.
2: Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, just with the the uh, uh, what's it called? Whenever you get a kill or whatever, and then like you get the, your health back. Like it's it's actually like, it, so it not good.
0: only. It not only purges the deferred damage that you've stored up during the fight, it also heals you. So it's yep. effectively a massive spike of health whenever you get a takedown. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. I I really want Death Stance to be reworked again because I think it's just problematic. It contributes so much to champions like Wukong being incredibly strong right now. But anyway. Um so That's a lot about, like, how to play as Nyla. Let's talk a little bit. What are her weaknesses? How do you shut down this champion? Range. I mean, (laughs) obviously, yes. She's a melee champion. Range is the counter to all melee champions. But...
1: So, similar to Samira, she's weak to CC, but not as much Because the reason Samira is weak to CC is because um, when Samira drops her ult, if you CC her, it it drops her out of ult and she can't use her ult anymore. And literally can't stack it again. Unless she kills somebody, which is hard without her ult. Mm -hmm. Nyla isn't true for that uh, instance. If you CC her, she doesn't really lose a whole lot other than, well, she was stunned for a second or two. So, like anybody, CC is good against her. But realistically, uh, you said something which... I just think
2: it's very similar to Diana and it unfortunately in the, in the mechanic like with with her ulti and the way, the way it goes late is that like if she like she wants to ulti similarly to how Diana does and like it just be kind of in the be in the middle of everybody but if you defer the ulti or like you dodge it it's like pretty hard for her to actually function in team fights like it's like not great. So
1: yeah, um honestly one of the ways of fighting is nyla as you said like it's fighting against like fighting as diana spread out So like against malphite spread out like yeah just don't get caught in the old yep. she's she's very poor at chasing down people to an extent mm. um that's why her ult pulls everybody kind in. kind of yeah no her ult pulls everybody in if she misses people if if two people are on the opposite side so like the worst person to pair with Nyla is probably Morgana for this reason, because when Morgana ults and everybody scatters, or Gragas barrel, and that's Nyla's worst nightmare, is people scattering and, and being unable to, to pick them off or, or kill them.
0: The, the reason I say kind of is that after she ults, she gets a slow on auto-attacks for the next three seconds, refreshing every time she hits someone, so she has a lot of chase-down potential post-ult.
1: She has to catch them in the ult, though, but yeah. Yes. Yeah, so anybody, like, with really long range, artillery mages are really good. Poke is really good against her. Like, Poke is really good against her. Her sustain is mostly against champions, not against minions.
0: Yep. I would also say, uh, in general, I think she's good against auto attackers, because she has a dodge, just like Jax does. Yeah, yeah. It annoyed me um, when I so. played
1: Nyla against Samira, because it turns out her dodge does not work against Samira's ult, because even though Samira, it says Samira attacks several times, they don't count as actual attacks, and she doesn't yeah. dodge them.
0: Well, Welcome to the life of Jax players, where yep. tons yeah. of abilities are not dodgeable, but also random ones are that you wouldn't necessarily expect. Turns and out, if of you of play Jax cool.
1: and want to transition to an ADC, Nyla... <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, honestly...
1: Yeah, it's it's actually uh, pretty similar.
0: I I do also think that to a degree, her being melee is a little bit of a a bait, a misnomer. She is short range, but her range is already two twenty five, which is like Xin Zhao range. And then if she hits Q, she gets another one twenty five, bringing it up to three fifty. Three fifty is like recon range.
1: Yeah, like she's short range, but she's does have a range, and is. is pretty close to recon range the 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 fun part about Nyla is that you don't ever have to build like she's got a built-in runen's hurricane like she's gonna hit in a cone in front of her you don't ever have to build a hydra oh my god build a hydra on her (laughs) but yeah like any 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 item that is better for melee you can consider for Nyla because of this
0: it also means she literally can't build a hurricane
1: Right, yeah, 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 true. and that's and that's why the attack hits in her cone is so that she doesn't get, she can actually kill tank yeah. lines.
0: But it's also like her ability to trigger this extra range, has a six hundred range. Oh, it's easy uh, from the center of Nyla. It's it's bigger than you'd expect. It's it's very easy. Carrizzano you just have to remember to range. hit Q.
1: <laughs> as long as yeah, your mouse yeah. is in the right place and you hit Q every two or three seconds, you're fine. But that's about the only thing. It's not hard to do. You do have to actually. Well, that, get them but also, changing,
0: I mean, though. like, it, it means that you can actually, like, if the enemy AD carry can auto you, unless they're Caitlyn or like Jinx or Cogma with their range boosts up, yeah, you can cue them back.
1: Yeah. Um. One thing that annoyed me when I played Nyla was that her Q doesn't have a slow or any kind of component like that, so it feels like it should, and it, it just doesn't. <laughs> the old has the slow.
0: I, I wonder if it would be worth getting uh, Cyrilda's on her instead of Lord Dom's if you got an armor pen item.
1: Honestly, kinda. So, here's the thing though. I said that she had armor pen built into her kit. Her armor pen is based on crit. Yeah. So, that's the only reason why I went into Lord Dom's. Um, that makes sense. Because, oh my god, it's it's a lot <clears throat> of armor pen. <laughs>
0: That being said, to, to, I'm looking at it. The difference between 60% crit and 100% crit is 13% armor pin. Mm-hmm. That's it. So that could be a trade-off that's worth your while anyway. Yeah.
2: I can imagine um, ranged, like high-ranged AD carries pairing well, like a, pairing well against her. Like Caitlyn and stuff like that would be pretty decent, I imagine, uh, going against Nyla in lane. Just because, I imagine farming for creeps, I mean, I haven't played Nyla uh, like, personally, but farming for creeps, can, I imagine, can be pretty dangerous on Nyla.
0: So, yeah, that's yeah. her I, biggest I assumed, counter
1: right now is, is an aggressive lane bully champion. Caitlin, Draven, Samira to an extent. Anybody I was going to
0: say, I um, assume Caitlin just because Caitlin can actually hit her with auto-attacks from outside her Q range. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ash If you fire first, you can step out before the Q, like, it's literally the same range.
1: The real problem with trying to CS as Nyla in in those lanes is that even after you hit the Q, your range is still less. You still have to walk at them, and they'll get an extra auto when you try. The real problem is that if you're playing against an AC who knows what they're doing, they will harass you every time you go up for a CS. You end up having to use Q to CS with, which... It feels a lot like Ezra. That's why her early game is relatively poor, and why she wants to pair with a healing support, and why her passive gives her a heal boost. And, by the way, that experience passive, when she gets last hits, very good, and saves her early game, because it means you almost always will will spike two first, unless yep. you're pushed in really hard.
0: Yep, I, I, I do like that it pops up yellow numbers for her ally whenever Nyla last hits something. So it's like... It's like the stupid test. Like, it will show, hey, bonus experience every time Nyla last hits so that people who don't know what the hell they're doing will go, oh, I'm getting bonus when she kills stuff? Okay. Like, the fact that those pop up is a big deal because when Mordekaiser had this passive and he was supposed to be a bot laner, he didn't have the pop up. No one knew he was making them level up faster. Yeah.
2: R- RIP. Yeah.
3: So that's why you go zillion with support with her, right?
0: Yeah. zillion does not offer shields or heals. He's actually kind of bad. But for experience. Her.
1: But experience. <laughs> um, the it, it, it that passive does give me. It, it is opposite Senna, where you go to the mid lane in mid game and try to farm, and a mid lane it comes up and takes all your farm, and it's like Senna doesn't care. She gets souls. Nyla very much cares.
0: <laughs> yep. It's like, Speaking do not Speaking of Senna, do Senna's that. really good with her.
1: Uh, Yes, actually.
0: S- yep. Senna, A, brings the range, so you're not just getting poked down for forever. And B, Has a heal. always heals herself with every cast of Q, which means even if you're queuing to poke enemies, you're still healing Nyla.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, and then uh, they th- they have the... Nyla shroud plus the Sena shroud, so it's pretty good.
0: <clears throat> yeah, they they pair really well together. I don't think they're literally the best pairing, but they're like solid A tier pair. All right, do we have any other thoughts on Nyla before we move on to the other eighty carry we want to talk about tonight? What is
3: her? So, Crushy you said you've been playing. You played her how many games?
1: Uh, two or three, I think.
3: What's our combo in a team fight?
1: Her combo in a team fight?
3: Yeah, like dash, dash in, in and ult. <laughs> Is that it?
1: Basic dash in, ult, hit Q and just smack everybody. Like <laughs> that's how it works. It, it, it's very similar to Diana in a team fight. Um, except that she gets to heal off of her ult. Yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah. Okay. She heals a shitload, by the way. That's a lot.
2: It's like really weird because like it's not the burst damage like Diana in that sense it's more like hey I'm going to pull you towards you I'm going to keep on you into like a- if I do this. So it's like really uh important for you to like as I said like kind of dodge ulti kind of like Diana but
0: yeah. which the 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 way her ult heals her actually I think is another reason why shield bow is so hard bound for her. Yeah. Because it heals herself and nearby allied champions based on the damage it deals to champions. I have seen Nyla get dove on by three people. The CC expired before Nyla did. She hit R. Her whole team was full health again. Mm-hmm. Like literally, her whole team was full health. It was absurd. Interesting. Okay. Because there were three people on top of her that she smacked real hard with the ult. For each of them, it healed her and her team. It's Gross. absolutely nutty. Alright.
1: And, and and now we can talk about a, a different AD carry that always builds pen and seconds.
0: <laughs> True! Because our other AD carry to talk about tonight is Sivir. She got reworked. We gave some initial brief impressions last week. Now we've had time to experience her. And some of the things we said were spot on. Lethality Sivir, very fucking dead.
1: Yeah.
0: How, the first thing I want to address, because you were concerned about it last week, Crush. How does Sivir's mana feel with the rework, with no longer so, getting a mana refund on Spell Shield?
1: So unlike uh, Nyla, where I've played a few games, I've been playing a lot of games of Sivir because she's very strong, and I would just play her in rank because I know how to play her. She was and, already um, one of your main eighty carries. Yeah, yeah, she's like fourth or fifth in the list of eighty carries I I main. Uh, and uh, look, most of the time her mana ends up being fine, but if you're in a lane. Or you're trying to be very aggressive in the lane and, and push them, and poke them down. You run out of mana very fast. Like it is, uh, it is pretty bad because you don't get your mana back. You, you definitely want to learn how to crash a wave and then recall to get mana back because you're gonna need to if you're if you're doing that kind of aggressive thing. Uh, See,
0: as a mid laner, that just sounds like that's how mana works.
1: The yeah. the only time I've really had a problem running out of mana has been when I'm in a lane where the enemy team has been aggressive as well, to the point where I have to use Q to wave clear, to to pick up minions and so forth, and then I ran out of mana very quickly. And and
0: especially since the Q problems. is weaker early than it used to be, right? Exactly. So it doesn't just nuke the wave with a single cast like it used to. Yep. Yeah. Not and, early at least.
2: So it's also hmm. weird because like a lot of the item builds that i've seen i haven't seen essence where like at all built on her really mm-hmm. it's not really an item that I've, I've seen built on her since the change and it just i think i don't i think that she, she has a hard time like diving into that because she spikes harder on other items than going essence so men as crush was kind of saying and managing men is like really key now especially on her
1: in in the games I've played with Sivir, I think I've only built Essence Fever on her, I think, twice? I want to say
0: twice. <clears throat> I know you did with me once. And that was the game where you were getting pushed in and had to use Q constantly just to be able to catch waves.
1: Uh, yep, that was. Yeah, that was one of them. Uh, that one also, there was nobody for me to use a Phantom Mentor on. The enemy team had no tanks. the the tankiest person on the enemy team was Rengar, and he's not a tank. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He had a Drinker, so, yeah. But, um, no, that was, uh... (laughs) God, that game was so weird. Yeah, it was. Um, That game, I went 009 on Sivir. It's like, okay, that's fine. And I did, like, some of the most damage on the team. Except for Corky, because Corky. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, i'm sorry i i went 802 <laughs> i had a great game exactly. i will
2: personally say uh not playing the ad carry role or playing support um i actually do like her ulti better than of which it oh, was. Yeah. so, so yes. her ulti before would just give like the the initial burst and then it would like deteriorate but they did kind of like the olaf treatment where like it can like, refresh if, like, we get a kill and you're able to actually contain the movement speed or whatever.
0: We, or keep up I the think, movement speed, sorry. I think in that game, we had a fight where Crush got, like, four assists and his ult was just going for, like, 25 seconds or something yeah. absurd.
2: Like, in a team fight scenario, when it gets to late, whenever you have level, level 2 or level 3 ult and it's a dragon, it's, like, so good because if you just focus down one person and you get that refresh, you'll have the uh, I think, what is it, like f- builds up to 40 or 60% extra move Yeah, I, I, I don't, I'm not quite sure about the quantity number, I forget, but it's quite high po- uh, level 2 and level 3. I think it's only 20% level 1 or something, but still pretty good. Yeah, it's,
0: it's 20, it's 20 25, and 30 but move speed is so strong that that's still huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: The The 2022 is the year of resets <laughs> where raya is yeah. just giving everybody a reset for some reason and Sivers ultimate is no no exception to this um the ult is weaker like its effect is weaker but it's because that you can refresh it if you get a kill okay. that it's that it's weaker yeah
0: it's weaker in the sense that the attack speed isn't tied to the ult anymore and the movement speed is a little lower the duration is higher, I believe, on rank 2 and 3 than it used to be. Because I don't think it went 10-12 seconds before. It just bust, buffed the movement speed with ranks before. Yeah. And the fact that she refunds a half second on her cooldowns with every auto attack during her ultimate is nutty.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, okay. the, that's the key part of her ultimate now, is, is that it ref, refunds that. And the reason why it does is because her cooldowns on her Q and W are so long that you can't use them in a team fight unless your ultimate's up. Um, you get to use them once, and then that's it. And that's usually not enough to kill everybody, maybe enough to kill one person, which is conveniently, <laughs> refresh your The exact ult.
0: thing you need. Um, yeah. yeah,
1: so the main... the To be clear, like when I say weaker, the, the move speed bonus is half of what it was before. So that's what I mean yep. by weaker. Like The move speed is much weaker. The attack speed isn't on the ult, but that's because it's just part of the W now that's it, it's the same attack speed it's fine um and and yeah it like it, it's very good at it, it's and like any other resets it's like Trisana it's like Renata Glask anybody who has a reset on a kill it turns out it's really good if you kill somebody because it means that you could kill somebody and now you can kill somebody else and continue yeah. rinse and repeat
0: yep also important to note, something I didn't realize. The target does not have to be visible for the ricochet to bounce to them. Wait, what? The target does not have to be visible to be bounced to. Oh, so, so you can, like, toss a ward, or hit a ward, and it would bounce to them, or
1: technically yes if you could more like if someone's
0: it. in the bush and there's a minion yeah. near it that a ricochet hits it can mm-hmm. bounce to them in the bush if someone has used an invisibility like a kha'zix salt or a Kali using her shroud it can still bounce to them
2: how does um how does the ricochet being able to bounce but to multiple tar- I mean, sorry the same target again how does that feel
1: S- it's really weird because in team fights it seems really great. And oh, by the way, she's very good at at, at fighting ganks now because it just bounces between them, and it's really good. I have turned two v three ganks in our favor before um, because of how strong that bit is. Um, in in team fights proper, it's a little weird because the the damage that comes from the ricochet bounces is a lot lower than it was, so it feels like you're doing less damage, but because it's bouncing more often, it's actually doing more damage, or at least as much damage as it used to be, um, but it's just very spread out. Um, the other it's weird... also
0: more than three autos now is the yes, other part. Also, yeah,
1: also that. Although previously, um, you could the cooldown was low enough that you could just have it up all the time;
0: it wasn't matter um, I, I will admit, some small part of me wants to, like, meme build on an ARAM if I ever get Sivir, and just build full, like, zeal attack speed items and just hit the attack speed cap, <laughs> just so I can have as many shuriken bouncing as possible and not actually care <laughs> about the DPS of them. I, I
1: mean, if you want to, you can actually just go ahead and buy a Runin's Hurricane. <laughs> like, sure. like, if you really want to... Uh, there wasn't. I, I wouldn't actually be one hundred percent surprised if that was not just the correct build for Sivir, because it turns out, uh, way back when when Static Shiv was in the game, Static Shiv was a one of Sivir's core items. Because it turns out, just stacking more and more damage on her, damage bounces on her, is just really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think of I got a shot, but th- there is definitely
0: a case to be made that like just attack speed is not going to be as good as like attack speed 80 and crit being balanced properly
1: yeah the problem with silver is that unfortunately unlike nyla you actually have to build a uh um oh my god lord, Dominic's. lord Doms. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i yeah. just said the name of it earlier yeah you need you need you need the lord doms in order to shred tanks like that is that is required like it's almost to the point where you can phantom mancher lord doms instead of phantom mancher infinity edge that's that's how mm-hmm. important it is. Um,
0: if they have two tanks, I think that's just correct. And if they have one tank, it's a decision.
1: Yeah, I th- yeah. I, th-
2: I personally on on the mini re- rework or whatever, I think that they transitioned her her power curve to be more aligned to how re- traditional uh, hyper carry eighty carries like operate. So before w- with Sivir, she dealt decent damage. Even early or even to mid, like just because of her base damages that she had on her Q and her W, that she always had that kill threat. In comparison to now, I would say she's weaker early, but going into the team fights, she can ha- has the potential to be a hyper carry. Similarly to those Jinxes, to those, uh, uh, I, I guess Tristana or not sorry, example Akagma, There you go. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah,
0: she, L- like, she like she absolutely she, is a Aoe hyper carry. Yeah, and and
2: yeah, the trajectory before was kind of more like a like a stable line and then went up. Now it's like a bit lower and then goes up again, like later on. So,
0: at least that's what I personally think.
2: Crush, you can chime in if you want. But
0: <laughs> do we have any other thoughts on Sivir before we throw it to a word from our sponsors?
1: S- Her wave clear is weirder now because of the way her ricochet works, it bounces between all three melees and then it hits just the back line because it bounces between those three in the back only. It's really odd. It means you wipe the casters before you wipe anything else, and it's and it's odd. Um, you can still wipe the wave in a Q and a W, um, which is the same as Lethality as ever used to be. Christopher actually was able to wipe waves with just a W. I don't think you can now.
2: At least so. not early yeah later on
0: probably
1: even, even late you can but it's mostly just because your attack speed's high enough you just kill the melees normally well that, that's what fast. i mean
0: is like yeah late game it's like oh i hit w i auto three times in a second and the entire wave is
2: clear. yeah you cleared six
0: minions yeah yep but that's because late game 80 carries just elite waves
3: let me ask you this crush because i played several from time to time was it hard to retrain your brain on her spell shield not refunding mana? You still use the spell. Well, because like I I like I, I used it like against Ezreal always like against Q like oh yeah. well, clear wave and then E. <laughs> so,
1: so you you don't bait out the the spells as often because you don't really get anything for it. Like you can if you're playing against a lane that pokes down and doesn't have and doesn't have CC that's a key play part of playing Silver that hasn't changed. If they have somebody who has a strong CC ability, you save your spell shield for that one, like Blitzcrank or Morgana. You spell shield the Q, because if it hits you, you're probably dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you're playing against, like, I don't know, Ezreal and uh, Zareth? I, no, he has a CC ability too. <laughs> somebody who has Poke and no CC... You can you can't you can't really bait out the the spells to to eat with a spell shield as much because all you get is health. Yeah, it's fine. Helps you stay in lane, I guess.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. And for something else that helps you stay in lane, here's a word from our sponsors. Thank you to our sponsor Moxie and Zen head on over to moxianzencom slash and use the code T-Force for 20% off your order of breathable, comfy underwear. And we're back. Crush is still mad at me for that transition because it was truly <laughs> awful. <laughs> you don't get to be disappointed, Dad, when I'm slightly older than you are. <laughs> but you're the only one who is not a dad here. so This is true. It's true, yet I'm the one who makes the most dad jokes. True. <laughs> and the oldest. And the oldest, yes. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to answer some listener questions. Our first question tonight comes from Van Dyke, who writes, Hey, forwards, Van Dyke here. Thanks for answering my questions. Last time means a lot. I have some more jungle questions. Bear in mind, I am in bronze. Question one. I am having fun with farming junglers, Karthus and Shavana. I struggle the most against early invades that disrupt my clearing plan, or even worse, I get killed and half of my jungle is gone. How should I react? Um don't play
2: Karthus. <laughs> it just says, that's just a start No, I, I'm I'm sorry, but the Karthus, like It 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 doesn't doesn't I'm I'm saying that not as you being bronze but also your teammates being bronze unfortunately if you're getting invaded as Karthus and you have bronze teammates you're just going to be doomed a good portion of the games that you actually do play Um, Karthus is a really 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 bad champ unless if you're playing in like a super safe matchup mid in lower elo
0: I would say Shyvana is good I like Shyvana Uh, that being said the answer to this is wards hopefully your team will watch one side where you actually want to start presumably red buff if you're blue side, blue buff if you're red side where your bot lane is hopefully your bot laners will be watching that, they usually do but, but as you said, you're in bronze so not always you on the other hand can go and plop a ward around 45 to 50 seconds into the game on the approach to the other side of the jungle. The reason for that timing is so that you can take the leashed buff, go to the side that you've just plopped a ward down, take your other buff and your grump without the other guy being able to surprise you. On the other hand, sometimes you'll see them cross that ward. And you'll go, oh, they started on the other side of the map. He's going to invade me at my second buff. That means his other buff's up. I'm just going to go take that and fuck the quadrant to the map that he's invading. Because that's what you have to do on these champions that suck at early duels is dodge the enemy jungler.
1: Yeah. I'm going to hang on that last sentence dodge the enemy jungler. This is how you do it. In bronze specifically nobody's going to to properly play around this. What you'd actually do start on the top side of the map. Ward the entrance to your bot side. So if you're blue side you ward um, the pixel brush or um, if you're really daring or your team's in, in with it you can ward the brush right in front of their blue boss. What you need to know is if the enemy jungler is coming to do their bot side buff and then go straight to your jungle if they're doing that then you also match them in vertical jungle as well but the ideal thing is you take your top side buff and in all three camps because you're shivana or karthas you should be able to clear those pretty quick quickly and then you move transition to your bot side quadrant and the reason why you want to do this is because everybody knows you want to invade those junglers. The enemy jungler is going to come to that quadrant you just vacated and you've yes. taken all the camps. They're wasting their time. That's the that's the thing you should be doing in the first clear. After that first clear, though, if you're getting invaded, you're not strong. You are going to lose those fights. You need your laners to help. That's kind of oh, what yeah. it boils down to. I
2: I will preface with what Jack said about the the ward. I don't think there's anything intrinsically wrong if you're playing a weak early game jungler or like someone that wants to power farm or whatever. You do not need sweep because you're not going to be looking for those games early. You can get away with not having sweep up until like post six if you're playing that way. So you don't have to feel forced like you have to switch to sweeper like in those games. Shyvana's a really unique champion, too, because if you do get invaded, like, she has a pretty good get it out of jail free card with her W, like, as long as you, uh, have, I mean, that's the first, uh, not the
0: first, but... I that, actually, also, Shivana yeah. is actually decent at fighting people if they don't get the jump on you. Yeah. If you can start the fight because you saw them coming because you had a ward from a brush where you're on top of them at the start of the fight, Shivana wins those. Against yeah, most champ, Not all, but most champions. So, again, the key is the early vision so that you know they're coming and you don't get blindsided. Yeah.
2: Shyvana is really head. bad
0: at just running at people and killing them early. But yeah. if they run into you, then, yeah, murder away. Okay. Question 2 is kind of the same as what can you do to prevent early invades as these champions and it's we just answered that. So I'm going to go to question 3. Question 3 is if I understand right, losing the first drake but taking herald is perfectly fine. What about taking the herald but losing the first and second drake? I think it's 100% Depends fine to use the herald. Yeah. Yeah. If that herald nets you two tower plates, two dragons is worth more. If that herald nets you a full four plate or full turret play, that herald is more valuable. It's not the end of the world that you gave up two dragons.
2: if If you're adamant about playing Karthas and stuff like that, giving up first two drakes actually is not bad just because Karthas needs to scale. Because his ultimate, if you look at it, I think it only deals 200, 250 base damage and you don't have the much AP at the beginning of the game. So getting to the point of scaling and then, yeah, you getting Harold instead, giving up the first two drakes, let's say, because of whatever might have happened. On that specific instance, yes, that's okay. But as uh, Jack's kind of insinuated, it's kind of rough whenever they start stacking more than two drakes because then you're on a
0: timer to uh, main, like, make sure they do not get third. To... Yeah, and yeah, as someone like Karthus or Shyvana who likes farming a lot, you really don't want to be put on a timer. And Chivonda um, and does really good with Drakes. So. She really likes them because of the passive. Just don't get baited by her
3: passive because it's only five bonus armor and five bonus magic assists for each
0: Drake. So don't get baited by that. Yeah, It's, it's good. Much. It's not worth throwing the game for. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, as a side note, listeners, if your jungler cannot contest the dragon... When it spawns and the enemy is there, don't walk there. Don't even approach it. There is no reason to throw down a ward and confirm they're doing the thing you already know they're doing. Just don't be there. The number of games I see lost because someone face-checked the four people doing Dragon that everyone everyone on the map knew those four people were doing Dragon. Oh my God, it happens so often. Just don't be there. Sorry about okay. that in Clash. <laughs> I don't actually even think you've done that to us in Clash. I, I don't remember. But uh, of other listeners we have played Clash with have. Yeah. They know who they are. I'm not going to call them out on the show. I love you guys. But there is no reason to walk towards a dragon that you cannot contest. Just don't be there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: okay our next question comes from blue plumbus who writes ahoy wards blue plumbus here everyone has a plumbus in their home i found your podcast a couple months back and i bow to you wards it really brightens the gray days scandinavia offers in abundance can one of you guys Thank like you. look up what plumbus means and yeah uh, I how don't much no do idea. they speak in scandinavia i'm a dumb american i don't it's, know these things it's safe it's search off for
1: lead i think Is it lead? I think it's lead.
0: Okay. I'm I'm just trying to figure out what everyone has a plumbus in their home means, because I genuinely have no idea. It it is used to find
1: a straight vertical line, because you hold the top of it and the plumbus hangs down below, and it's just a lead weight. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Anyway, let's continue the question. I am currently 28 years old and started playing League during Season 1. I played all roles for fun and peaked Diamond as a teenager with a bright future ahead of me. During my peak, I never heard of terms like macro, tilt, or prio, nor did I put any thoughts to the concepts. I quit League for nearly a decade to pursue my bright future. This was around the same time Alawi was brought to the rift when roaming AP Scion mid was a thing. I've recently found my way back to League as I missed the good old days and needed a way to find stress after a relaxing day at work. (laughs) I was met by monstrosity champions like Camille, Yone, and reworked Aurelia. I am now aiming for my old rank, but can't seem to crack my way out of gold. I consider my game sense and execution above gold, but I never feel I am in sync with the decisions my team makes. I do my best to use pings, share tips, and communicate with the team in general, but I am often met with a KDA or 010 Power Spike Yasuo players who claims to know my mother very well and wishing their new stepson fatal diseases. Jesus. Here comes my questions. (laughs) Is it better to adapt your playstyle to work with your team even though it doesn't make sense macro-wise? Unfortunately, yes. The number of games I have seen lost... Because two idiots decided to do something dumb and the other three were left with no gameplay choices they could possibly make that would salvage it because the two idiots had already died. It happens all the time. I, yeah, the odds of you winning the play if all five of you are in on the two idiots play is still bad because they're being idiots. But it's not zero. I have a
2: really difficult time grasping like this concept so I have a secondary account that I just got into gold as playing eighty carry with the wife and I have to play different than I would in platinum I have to because if I do stuff and I think that I have teammates behind me or whatever it might be they play different because they're silver players and so they won't back me up in my play and it looks like I'm inting or whatever but in, in a game that I would normally play that would never happen so I have to teach myself bad habits yeah. to actually match what my teammates are doing on the map which is not good but it will help you climb <laughs> because you're doing these things it's really counterintuitive but if you know what you're doing is bad then it is fine. That's 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 what I've been
0: struggling with lately. It, it is so. all of our pet peeve by the way.
1: Yeah, so I'm reminded of uh, last week complaining about the the Karthus that kept wanting to team fight and it's like we might be sending mixed messages here, but there's there's a line where when they make such egregiously bad macro calls, even then you don't really want to follow them. Yes, but yeah. that's—it's so hard. It's—it's it, it's, it's, it's just learning where that line is. Where where is the line between dumb but but possible and dumb and impossible? Yeah,
0: basically, you're just trying to maximize your chance to win. And when dumbasses are trying to trend that chance towards zero percent. You'll do anything to keep it above zero percent, even if it still feels like it's the wrong choice. Yeah, but at well, least it's better my, than a zero percent.
1: One of my favorite ways to look at it is to remember that your teammates think that they're making the right decision, even if they're absolutely not. So, yep. it's 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 difficult to get on that wavelength. Um, and it's why sometimes, sometimes you play a game and you're on the right wavelength with the team and it just is, it's just working. Even if, even if your macro calls aren't, aren't the best, maybe you're just all in sync and it's just working. And Those are the games you win. So trying yep. to foster that more often is helpful, but sometimes you just can't. Yep.
0: All right. His next question. What type of champions would you recommend are the best to promote teamwork with? Shen comes to mind, but what are your inputs? Don't play Shen right now. Uh, Shen's mm. fine. Shen's mm. fine. He he's not godly, but he's not bad. He's fine. People that can kind of do both,
2: uh, in the sense that I I like playing Orn in a team environment where I have fives. I do not like playing Orn in ranked solo duo when I'm playing absolutely by myself, because yes i can toss and do cc and deal damage or does deal a fair amount of damage for a tank granted but if i tossing everything and then my teammates don't do anything with what i'm giving them it is miserable it is very bad but when i play champ- champions like for example uh i'm gonna say uh, darius for example okay darius can split push but he can also team fight it's and you could do both Having those two options in a game is really, really good. You can't split... I mean, you could split push as Ornn, but you're kind of trolling if you do that. But you can split push with Darius. So having those two options in a game and then determining what you can do is what my
0: suggestion would be. All right. But well, this question is specifically the best to promote teamwork with, so I'm going to approach it with a different <sighs> angle. Yeah. Champions with really obvious, like, idiot-proof go buttons... That means champions like Ash, the arrow is a hey, dumbasses! Here's a giant blue arrow that just stunned that guy for three seconds. Please kill him. Champions like Blitzcrank because the hook is super obvious. That oh, I hooked a guy. Let's murder him. Malphite. Champions like uh, Malphite, the the going in and ulting. But I actually was gonna say, to me, like the, the the epitome of this. Is a mumu. Here's why. A Moomoo is very, very apparent and obvious when he goes in and ults someone. He holds people in place for a long time. So if one of your teammates has a brain cell and follows up, they will die. But a Moomoo also does a metric fuck ton of damage with demonic embrace. So if your team are all genuine potatoes, you still have a chance to just fucking carry that game he does sound like a top leader so i would
3: personally i would go with set or Orn if you want to go with the team fight mentality because with set at least you could beat the person out of lane but then you can also be in a good team fight yeah. situation where you have cc and can throw people out
0: for, for top lane i like set and darius that witch said yeah, for the, the same reason of They both split push really well so if your teammates are all just too stupid for grouping to ever succeed you can just try to win the side lane but they're also actually good at grouping if your teammates have even a couple brain cells all right
1: Mm
0: kind of ties into that is there a right time to think fuck this i'm building hole breaker and leaving them to their fate look
1: honestly right now holebreaker is good enough that you can li- literally just play fiora or or yorick and holebreaker and it's fine it's not okay. great have... but if you're good at yeah. the champion you can just play holebreaker and and ignore your team
0: with a caveat please stop rushing holebreaker. yeah don't
1: don't rush it do it do it second or third item don't do it first third item, item.
0: Yeah, like sure. you need to be high enough level for holebreaker is the key like it can be second item or third item that's whatever you need to be like level 13 before holebreaker yep. is worth a damn yeah but if you got, if you got that mentality i would definitely go with york
3: and holebreaker because it's it's so bullshit to face it like there's no way to beat that out of lane you're gonna take tower
2: well, yeah i mean it's similarly to like a like like you want to gank allow post six when you're six you're like okay top laner you are going to be in that lane for a good portion of the time because if I gank that, she's just going to ult us both and we both die. How about I just don't do that and you live? Um, but with her, like, her with Hallbreaker, it's like even more gross Like later on. But I think that if you're so far out of the game and you aren't getting anything out of the teamfights that you are contributing to, and like it, it's... You have to do something to try to actually win the game. And if you have the po- potential to actually build Hallbreaker, for example, as Jack said on Fiora or other champs, I don't see anything in- intrinsically wrong with it. So, like building it.
0: So, yeah. Just, just not first, please for the love of God. No, yeah, no. <laughs> like... yeah,
1: so Holebreaker has changed now for basically every time you build Holebreaker it is a conscious choice to say I am going to be split pushing I don't trust my team anymore I'm just going to be off by myself now as opposed to in the past it was a rush item where you could just build it first and say I am not doing this this is my plan starting from minute one of the game. Um, for that reason York is slightly weaker for this strategy but he still works if you just want to turn your brain off and go split push to death um, yeah so yeah
0: all right let's get to the the last question <laughs> um, oh one th- one other thing on holebreaker that i think a lot of people don't think about a lot of the power of Breaker's sieging is how much it buffs up your siege minions and super minions you don't get those every wave until twenty five minutes. If you're building mm-hmm. Holebreaker before twenty five minutes, you're losing a lot of the power of Hole Breaker. Yeah. Post fifteen minutes there at least every other wave, which is better, but Anyway, sorry, just I'm really tired of seeing really fast hole breakers. <laughs> All right. Understandable.
1: So I did I, I, I did play a lot of Yorick, like specifically challenged myself to play a bunch of yorick for reasons and i will say that he can still technically rush it it's not as good as it was and it's way better as a second item on him but you can still technically rush it i'd say second item though
0: second item please yeah all right and the last question from Blue Plumbus co- goes, How do I, as an old dude pushing 30, deal with the reasonably younger mentalities on the rift?
2: I mean, I'm 27. Everyone here is uh...
3: older
1: than Crush that Crush and I are in yeah.
3: our mid 30s.
2: Yep. Oh, I'm a baby. I'm daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's daddy. <laughs> I mean, um, I just like going into the game, like you just, you just know that there's gonna be those ch- children at the keyboard that don't know what they're gonna be doing. I, I mean, I laugh. Uh, me and and I think everyone laughed a little bit at the uh, relaxing at home after the game because yes, <laughs> this this game can be utterly tilting where you're not relaxing, you're just getting frustrated.
1: <laughs> the, the relaxing, the but... relaxing games of League are the ones against bots.
2: Yeah, or like you have five no, it, teammates and you don't really care about the game. The,
0: the relaxing <laughs> games of the league are the ones where you just get carried. Where it doesn't matter yeah, what sure. you do as long as you don't hard int because your team just has some dude who's 10-0. and 0, And all you yeah. have to do is just follow him around and you'll win the game. Those are the relaxing games of the league. Um, yeah. Honestly, the serious answer for this is mute him mute everyone. There's nothing they have to of value that they'll say in chat anyway. The Yeah. Uh, yeah. The four wards yeah. answer for this is just play Lucian Top and then you stomp the entire lane and it doesn't matter and you just win the game. Yeah, sure.
2: You, you don't even have to say anything. You just say, I'm playing Lucian Top, mute everybody, and then
0: you win the game. So Yeah. yeah. Put those zoomers VLP. in their place. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, this has been episode 349 of the Four Words Podcast. I've been Jack Soman for Crush You, for Witch at Black Mass, and for Mr. Peabody. Have a great night. See you. Bye. Au
1: revoir.
3: Bye-bye.
2: Thanks for listening to the Four Words Podcast, part of the Trinity Force Network. If you'd like to leave questions or feedback for the crew, send us an email at 4awards at Force Podcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at 4 with the number 4. Finally, you can also find us at 4 dot If you'd like to check out all the other great podcasts that are part of the network, head on over to trinityforcenetwork.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next time with more ways to help you move forward in League.